Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, May 31st. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, state regulators have refused to renew the license for Missouri's last abortion clinic. Health officials say they need to investigate problems, but Planned Parenthood says investigators are running down the clock until the current license expires. It's shame on Missouri politicians and Missouri government for weaponizing the licensing and regulatory process to end safe and legal abortion in Missouri. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the court fight over that clinic in St. Louis. First, the news. Communities along the Mississippi and Missouri rivers are making last-minute preparations for the worst flooding the region has experienced in nearly three decades. In South St. Louis, public works crews have been shoring up the banks of the River de Pair. That sound from a massive sandbagging effort yesterday. Water has already broken through near the Mississippi and Missouri confluence. The River Point Fire Protection District says the Missouri River has overtopped protective walls put up near the St. Charles County town of Portage de Sioux. In Alton, crews are building temporary walls. The city's visitor center is closed for the first time since the record flood of 93. The National Weather Service says the rivers will begin cresting today and hit high water marks into the middle of next week. It is the last day of the Illinois General Assembly's legislative session. As Brian Mackey reports, lawmakers still have a long list of things to do. Potentially, that includes legalizing marijuana, expanding the number of casino licenses, legalizing sports betting, and passing an infrastructure plan. There's also a plan to expand access to abortion and another to require gun owners be fingerprinted. And don't forget the state budget. Representative Tom Demmer is a Republican budget negotiator. Compared to some of the more controversial issues up this spring, on the budget, he sounds downright optimistic. I can't say we're in a position right now of being able to support it, uh, but we're we're trying to have um, some level of conversation right now. As for the other issues, the marijuana bill was approved in committee at 1130 last night, but gambling and infrastructure have been on shakier ground all week. I'm Brian Mackey. A top aide to former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger is set to plead guilty today to federal public corruption charges. William Miller was Stanger's chief of staff. The U.S. Attorney's Office says he will plead guilty to wire fraud and honest services bribery charges. Miller is accused of participating in Stanger's pay-to-play corruption scheme in which county contracts were steered to campaign contributors. Stenger and former St. Louis Economic Development Partnership head Sheila Sweeney have already pleaded guilty to related charges and are awaiting sentencing. A businessman who is alleged to have made donations in exchange for contracts has pleaded not guilty to bribery and two other charges. A trial date for John Rollo has not been set. Now, what is expected to be a critical day in the legal fight over Missouri's only abortion clinic. Its future rests in the hands of a St. Louis judge. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, Planned Parenthood lawyers are seeking a restraining order to keep the state from using regulations to close the clinic. 
Governor Poison, I'm going to say it just like the sign says, when politicians lie, people die. The battle over abortion rights in Missouri has spilled from the courtroom into city streets. On Thursday, Planned Parenthood supporters gathered in the shadow of the St. Louis Arch to demand state officials stop trying to limit access to abortion. Activists already were incensed that last week Republican Governor Mike Parson signed a bill that will soon outlaw abortion after eight weeks. That would make Missouri one of the most restrictive states in the country. Then this week, Planned Parenthood announced that the last abortion clinic in the state could close in a matter of days because state regulators refused to renew the clinic's yearly license. Just a few blocks away from Thursday's protest, Judge Michael Stelzer was hearing arguments from Planned Parenthood's lawyers. They accused the state of using the license investigation as a pretense to shut the clinic down. Governor Parson, get your hands out of the vaginas of Missouri women. That's Mevi Mead, director of Planned Parenthood Advocates in Missouri, speaking on the steps of the civil courts building after the hearing. It's shame on Missouri politicians and Missouri government for weaponizing the licensing and regulatory process to end safe and legal abortion in Missouri. But Parson and other state officials say the investigation into the clinic isn't political. Randall Williams is the director of the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services, which oversees the licensing process. He spoke to NPR's Audie Cornish on Thursday. Six million people in Missouri, I'm sure many are pro-life, many are pro-choice. But our duty is to maintain the public trust by regulating these facilities such that they follow the law, regulations, and keep people safe. State officials say they need to interview several physicians who have worked at the clinic to investigate what officials call several deficiencies in patient care. The state's lawyer on Thursday cited an instance of a patient being rushed to the hospital after an abortion. But clinic doctors say they've fixed all the issues the state found during its annual inspection earlier this spring. If it was about health and safety of our patients, the Department of Health has the power and prerogative to stop our provision of care the moment they identify a safety concern. David Eisenberg is an OBGYN and the clinic's medical director. He says the clinic now requires that the same doctor who consults with a patient before an abortion also performs the procedure. But he says now the state wants to keep digging. State health officials want the clinic to make five other physicians available for questioning before they renew its license. But Planned Parenthood says they were or are independent physicians. Those physicians, under their own lawyer's advice, have refused to talk. Eisenberg says the state's quickly changing regulations and inconsistent enforcement leave those people, many at the start of their medical careers, at risk of criminal prosecution. And the fact is that this year, the state has somehow reinterpreted the rules to believe that we are not compliant with rules that haven't changed. If the judge doesn't grant the restraining order or the state doesn't grant a renewal, the clinic's license will expire at midnight. With that, Missouri would become the first state in the country with zero abortion clinics. When that happens, abortion rights advocates say the women who will be affected the most will be the poor and disadvantaged who can't afford the time or money it takes to travel to a clinic. Michelle Landau is the board president of the Gateway Women's Access Fund, which provides financial support to women seeking abortions. Missouri is already in a, what's considered an abortion desert, where the majority of Missourians live over 100 miles from a clinic. So closing clinics is just going to make that distance even Worse. The judge can make a decision based on two arguments, lawyers say. He could rule that because the clinic is the last abortion provider in Missouri, closing it would interfere with a woman's constitutional right to an abortion.
The judge could also accept Planned Parenthood's argument that the state is performing an open-ended inspection that is, quote, arbitrary and capricious. As the state and the nation await the judge's decision, the clock ticks down on Missouri's lone abortion clinic. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Cosseres edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.